Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkouts. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, yeah. exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work. We'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. <laughs> Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? I would say double. I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash Nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's expressvpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by BlackRifleCoffee.com Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross Patterson Revolution! 
Hello, Jobless. How are you doing today? I'm good. Are you? Yes. That seemed delayed from you. <laughs> well, it feels weird to talk in your close-up, well, if you will. Well. In your backswing. The- <laughs> <laughs> you know? Those of you who are watching at home, we have a <laughs> video show that's on iTunes and one Sorry. on YouTube. Trying to trying to build up the YouTube following. I just assume that everyone wants to see well, they do. our you, ridiculousness. But you know what's you know funny? You're right. The iTunes show Audio. crushes video show. Um, trying to we're trying to start a YouTube page. We're starting trying to gather followers and whatnot. So if you'd like to see our lovely faces and half of our bodies. Please go to YouTube and subscribe to Ross Patterson Revolution. We use the term lovely loosely. Ooh, like, like our skin. Whoa, yeah. Loose skin. <laughs> oh, hang on. Loose skin sink ships. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like I've got some loose skin after this weekend. Oof, boy. Oh. Man, I, I, I don't know how this happened. But I've been to Philadelphia three times this year. I know, and I I love Philadelphia, I, and I have not been. I'm starting to. And I really like it. I was, look, I, obviously, I, I grew up there as a child, um, spent every summer in LBI, therefore every single flight was into Philly. Got it. So we usually stood, because it was about a two, two and a half hour drive, and mm-hmm. for a kid, you get off the plane... And, you know, you got to go to the bathroom. I want some food or whatever. So you, you stay, you hang out, you know, near the Philly area, get some food. Been to a bunch of Phillies games growing up. Okay. Uh, and then the old stadium that the Eagles used to play in, um, which I think was the Vets. I think it was for both. Um, either way, it was a shithole. And the fans were dangerous. The city was dangerous. Yeah. It is, it is totally different now. Philadelphia, it reminds me a lot of New York, to be honest with you. Yeah, maybe I just saw those parts because when I went, it was like the old like cobblestone, the downtown, yeah. and the like. So I have I didn't venture into the into the gnarliness. So yeah, I love it. But now every time I'm there, I, I like you've got to get the food because the food in, in Philadelphia yeah. is fantastic. Obviously, the cheesesteaks different different level different planet they put a G- genos inside the airport too and the fat kid in me like as i was boarding the plane was just like should i just get one to take on the plane i love that it's like you've never been a fat kid but it's like you i was a fat kid in seventh grade for one second um don't come don't come at me like okay because somebody here was really a fat kid so i love that you say that because it sounds like you just have a small fat kid living inside of you. Probably do. Because the fat kid in me means I used to be a fat kid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you weren't. I was. I was for like, I, I think about a year and a half, two years, somewhere in there. Seventh we grade, eighth grade. For you. Yeah. We really feel for you, buddy. Um, Any who's. Any who's. The fat kid I, I didn't want to open up a full <laughs> cheesesteak on a flight because you know, when you open up a cheesesteak, it stinks up the whole place. No, no matter where you are, and it's just like, oh, you're definitely eating a cheesesteak. It is so distinct, that scent, that if I opened that up on the plane and just devoured a cheesesteak, people would be like, oh, God. And then they get to smell the cheesesteak the rest of the flight. All right. Um, so well, I, I, I went against it. Better judgment took over, and I said, nice. I'm not going to do that. That's nice of you. Not going to do that. But while, while I was there the night before... I had a I had a cheesesteak at the tailgates because um, we were there. I was there doing a live show outside of Lincoln Financial Field for the Army Navy game, mm-hmm. and 
the tailgating was beforehand. I featured uh, some of the best cheesesteaks in the world. Some some of them brought some in from New Jersey, so there was a taste test against Ooh, those two. I love a good yeah. cook-off. One of the sponsors for the events was that Philadelphia pretzel, those soft pretzels. Shut up. Yes. So they brought over an entire box to our podcast, and I, I, no lie, I think there was 300 soft pretzels in there. We were giving them out to the crowd during the show, like... Uh, and they had uh, uh, pockets of cheese with them. Pockets? Yeah, those little uh, pockets. They're, they're, they look like they're little cups, but it's just like a little pocket cup where you're like, oh, oh. I could put that in my pocket. Oh, It's oh, a little oh. pocket cheese. Okay. I like that. I mean, okay. they knew their game. And then they were also giving away free mustard that was apparently like uh, part of the restaurant chain okay. that everybody has to have this famous mustard. All of it lives up to the hype, obviously. Okay. And... Whew. I, I I'm stretched out after that. Yeah. After that eating extravaganza. And then when it goes down, the skin gets loose. I yeah. See what you're yep. 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 I yep. See yep. What you're saying. Um. Even D- Anthony and I after the game because it was freezing and when you're going that hard all morning, uh, party wise because the the tailgating starts at real real early. It's easier in the cold. Uh, like to, I to can, eat and drink. Well, to. I can day drink. I can't day drink anymore, but I can kind of start earlier if it's freezing cold. Right. Somehow it like keeps you kind of alert. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know I, what I mean? Like, no, I, I get that because it's so cold. You don't, you don't really feel anything going down. Um, it's one of those because I'll get into how amazing the game was in a second. But after the game, it's one of those things where it was just like I was exhausted after the game. So I went to. The closest cheesesteak house cheese I could find. House. That's not a real term, but no. it should be. Uh-huh. I, and I want to. I want to say, fuck, I forget the name of it, but I want to say that I had one of the most delightful sandwiches ever. Here's what it was, because I, I went in there. They had, you know, pizza, like really great pizza. You know, oh my gosh. yeah. And I was just like, come on. I mean, thin slices. Like we're talking like New York yeah. pizza in Philadelphia. Like you're close enough at that point. Totally, your rival. But then so I, I took a little peek seat in the menu. Something something jumped out at me that I'd never seen before. It was a cheesesteak with an Italian sub. Huh. So it was mixed. Huh. And I was like, yeah. hey, I, I called the, the, the lady over. I said, hey, hey, whoa, whoa, never seen anything like this before. How good is this? And she was like, ah, this is our, this is our fucking best sandwich on the menu. You know? And I was just yeah. like, classic, like Philly. And you're like, oh, oh awesome. I was like. D'Anthony, you want to split this with me? And he's like, yeah. It was out of this world. You were ready to... You, you were it. getting your affairs in order. That's it. I was getting everything You were like, if, up. if I die yeah. after this, eh, I'm good. I was here. I was, I here. was here. That's why um, I, I paid with credit card, because I wanted to let people know, hey, that's where I died, and that's what caused, nice. caused the heart attack. It was phenomenal. And then it was, it, it was good night, Irene, after that. Because you go hard... All day long like that in the cold and all that stuff. Like you were saying, you don't really notice. And then you get out of there and you finally get into someplace warm. And you're like, and it all it, hits you. It all hits you once. Yeah, and you're yeah, like, yeah, boom, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, exhausted. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I can't go out any further than tonight. And that was it for me. Um, to the, the, the Drinking Bros PA chapter, thank you for having us. I'd heard the hype of the Army-Navy game for a while. Mm-hmm. And... 
A lot of people said it was one of the greatest rivalries in sports, and they put it up there with Ohio State, Michigan, football-wise and all that stuff, UNC, Duke, and basketball. And I was like, man, how, how close is that? Is, is that real? Mm-hmm. I got into that game, and I'm going to be honest with you. That was a, a definite 100% bucket list item, and it was one of the greatest sporting events I'd ever been to. Um, that crowd for army and navy because you have all the cadets and the kids that are all dressed up and it's man it is electric and it is sold out in there and every single play they are living and dying on that play and you can feel the hatred of how bad they want to win and beat each other and it was great Uh, it's like lifelong it's in your blood totally and it's 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 like ohio state michigan but i mean to another level where it was just like man you could tell these kids had off for the day or whatever it was. And it was just, again, living and dying on every play. And the crazy part about it to me is with Ohio State, Michigan, you're, you're dealing with playoff implications and ranked teams and all that stuff. Uh, Army was either barely ranked or not ranked. And Navy has a horrible football team. They were like three and 12. Didn't matter. Uh, it didn't matter. And both teams thought they had a chance to win. And it came down to the end. No. Came down to, to, you know, one of the last series of the games. And, man, it, it was a fucking blast. The president was there. Oh, uh, DJT. Dude. Oh, yeah. DJT was there. DJT on the ones and twos. Teflon Dawn, playboy. <laughs> and uh, General Mattis was there. I mean, it was awesome uh, across the board. Yeah. And the crazy thing is this. So the game starts at three. Uh, they told us to, to walk in earlier because there was so much secret service, which is true. I mean, mm. those lines, like I understand now why president Trump, he had made a comment when he first got elected about going to sporting events. And he goes, I, I'm, I'm just not because it ruins it for the fans. I didn't really understand what he meant until you go to that. I mean, they tell you like, Hey, get ready like an hour and a half in advance you're going to be fully searched. Oh, shit. The dogs are going to be there. It's going to take forever. And I was just like, man, I, you, you look up there and you're like, this is, this is real. I saw somebody abandon a flask that was like homemade. Oh, no. To Daniel, love your grandfather. Oh, no. Your dad your had this. Your, yeah, I, oh, yeah, your grandfather's flask. And it was just abandoned oh, like next to the thing God. because there was, you know, nothing you could do with it going through the metal detectors. And that type of security delays you from getting inside the stadium. We like, I, I, I had heeded the warning and, and we had gotten in there in time and all mm-hmm. that stuff. But what I didn't know was like Trump. And I guess this is a, a thing um, like part of the tradition or whatever. You can see air force one fly over the stadium like a half hour before. So at two 30, I saw Air Force One fly over the stadium, and you were like, oh, shit. And everybody stops, and you look up, and you're like, oh, fuck, it's the president. It's the president. Right, right. And then he takes a motorcade in, and bingo, bango, Dodge Durango, he's in there. And then he comes out and does the coin toss oh, okay. for the game to start and all that stuff. And just the tradition of all of it, uh, seeing the generations of, of men and women in, in, in service, like all together at once taking their kids, like – that was one of the, the, the greatest sporting events I've ever been to in my life. You know me. I've been to everything at this point. Mm-hmm. That for sure. Like, uh, hopefully that will become a tradition and they will ask us back every single year to do that because it was amazing. 
Um, Nine Line put on an amazing event. It was uh, podcast wise, it was us, uh, Barstool Sports, and even the president of Barstool was there. Um, I mean, every six hour, like every single company was there and represented, and uh, everybody was polite. And we just had a, just had a fucking great time all the way around. I cannot recommend going to the Army Navy game enough. That is a, a once in a lifetime type of opportunity. And if you get to go, please do so and add that to your bucket list because it was it was awesome to see in person. And and what they said was it's going to be in Philadelphia for the next, I think, I think three years, and then in twenty twenty one they're actually going to do it in New York on you know because that'll be the anniversary. Of nine eleven. Okay. So it'd be like the twentieth anniversary of of nine eleven in New York. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, look, it's going to be in Philly for the next two years. So uh, they did it right, and that stadium again is incredible. Lincoln Financial Field is great, and uh, the, the the tailgate and everything everything is set up the way you want it set up for a sporting event. So they go hard there, and I and I really want to give Nine Line a shout out and Stateside Vodka and Freaker USA uh, for everything because we we had. The time of our lives. We did a live show that's on Drinking Bros. I'm sure you're going to yes. talk about it on Drinking Bros Sports. Yep, and, and that'll air today. Yeah. Um. So if you're, uh, yeah, if you're out there listening, want to want to go back and listen to it because things got out of control. Uh, that guy who took a, a Jello shot to the anus was, yeah, that was something I've never seen before. Yeah. In just real life, a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, just good times. Because the guy said, hey, I, I want to, I'll take a jello shot to the anus. And the other, I guess the other guy was uh, in the medical profession and he was like, well, I have, I have rubber gloves on me. So we're, you're not backing down from this. Yeah. And he put the rubber gloves on and uh, that happened. Yep. Yep. You're welcome. So I'm so glad you were able to go to that. And I just could not make it. Um, tried my hardest. But, you People know. People miss you. There was a lot of where the Jables at. Where's the Jables you at? say that all the time. And then where there are is. you? There is. I know. Well, you, you know, you, yeah. You're I'll just be coming. I'll back. be coming. You're just getting back into the rhythm of the nights. Yeah. Oh, me? What did I do? I watched. <laughs> is that what you asked? Yeah. What did yeah, I do I besides watching uh, videos of kids like um, military surprising their kids? Yeah. I could just watch those all day. All day but long, anyway, yeah. <laughs> And I do. Yeah. But I got into, just for a second, just to screen it to make sure that you would also be into it, Escape at Danamora. With, Wait, you watched it already? I watched one. Oh, God. I, you got to... Yeah. I watched one. You got to save these for me. You gave me a phone call and you were like, hey, I think there's a series we should start watching. Yeah. Never said you watched one. I needed to screen it to make sure it was good. Okay. 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 I've done that with many things. And then I'll be like, hey, we should watch this. Like, it's something that you would <laughs> well, like. Well, now I'm going to have to go back and watch the first episode. I'll watch with the first you. one okay. with you. I kind of right. like, it was like the baby was screaming. I didn't really see it. I was kind of like scanning through. Sure. But I knew from, from that much. That I was that, in and wanted to like go on it. the journey yeah, of yeah, escape yeah, yeah. at Danamora with Daddy Royale. Benicio. Uh, Benicio Del Rimmers Toro. for Benicio. Hashtag Rimmers for Benicio. <laughs> Daddy Royale. Yeah. <laughs> um, Daddy Rimmer. What is it? Is, is it uh, in, Netflix? I'm so in Showtime. <laughs> so I had to really? buy Showtime for the run of the show. Gotcha. Sorry. Yeah. 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 Had to be done. 
Yeah, it's weird. Showtime. Done with HBO right now. There's just like, meh. Camping. Lena Dunham's camping. I know. Other than that, what they, the fuck uh, else? Pod Saves America. They got to switch it up, man. Uh, they've got to have more variety. She, yeah. Look, losing Dish certainly didn't help. Mm-mm. They still haven't resolved that fucking deal. No. So, so I, I don't know what's I don't know what's going to happen with them. They need more cool fucking shows. Danny McBride's show doesn't start till next year. And that's HBO. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. yeah. They uh, they're the whole thing with it is like Patricia Arquette, unrecognizable. She's playing a fifty-five-year-old woman. You know, Patricia Arquette. Uh, she's the blonde. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Um, she's fifty. She's a white lady. Yeah. So all she had to do was not put on any makeup, and she's a sixty-year-old, unrecognizable. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like she has no, there's no prosthetic. There's no nothing. It's literally just. Yep. Just you're not wearing makeup. You're not wearing makeup as a 50-year-old blonde white lady, as I've said. You're so brave. You're so brave. And it was like, we aged her to 55. No, you didn't. You aged her to 60 (laughs) because she's a white lady. And I mean... Boom. It was like a transformation. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, she's so good. Is she really? So, oh, she's really so, so weird. good. She's one of those people that's uh, at the bottom of my Twitter feed. So I see all her really? bullshit tweets. Yeah. Sorry. About hatred for the president all day long. I can long. definitely separate, though. As so can you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can. I can separate her shit from. It's, it's getting to the point where you're just like, God damn it. And I, I can't stop. Because I've got, a, again, because I've got that fucking blue check mark, it is constant nonstop. So, like, the ones that I see the most, my top five now, who are in the top five, Judd Apatow, every hour a tweet about the president. Alyssa Milano, uh, Deborah Messing, oh. um, and then her, Patricia Arquette. And I'm just like, I can't, I can't do this anymore with you guys. Um, so... It's just fucking brutal all day long. I don't, and that, like you look at them and I'm like, I look at Alyssa Milano and I'm like, you have like 90 kids. Well, are you just on the phone all day? Yeah. Strange. I, I just, who we've has, pond- who's the fucking we've time? I've wondered about her before of just like, gosh, if you just calm down. I mean, we would love to be off the phone and that's just for work. Oh yeah. I, I, I don't, I, if, if I, I never had to up, use the phone if again. If I came up and you were like, the kid was playing there and you were on the phone tweeting. Yeah. Some bullshit about the fucking president. Right. I would be you lo- yeah, yeah, You lose your mind. I would lose my mind. We're already, aw- you know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're already mentally somewhere else all the time. Yeah. Uh, by, by the way, do you know the, this new iPhone? And I don't know if yours has it. Um, has a screen time count mm-hmm. um, that pops up at the end of the week. Yeah. It shows how much you were on the phone a day. Mine wasn't bad. I was surprised. Really? Yeah. My, my, like my number was bad. It, was, it said an hour and 14 minutes out of the day, which I use a lot for work. So that kind of. Yeah, made, that's that, like five minutes, five minutes. Five, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, that like kind of made, that, that made sense to me because I, I send a lot of emails, a lot of work emails and things like that. So yeah, I, that, it wasn't terrible. It's not horrible. No. Um, and I usually try to separate it because, you know, we post on social media a lot for the shows and events and all that other stuff. Uh, but I try to knock them out all at once, so that way I don't have to deal with it the rest of the day. And uh, yeah, I, I was pleasantly surprised with that. I was just like, all right, cool. Uh, and for the week, I think it was three hours and 45 minutes for a week. 
Uh, and what I find is, because I really don't use my phone on the weekends, because our shows, you know, both this show and Drinking Bros go Monday through Friday. So I was like, eh, all right, cool. Uh, and the only apps I used on the weekends were like fantasy football. Right. <laughs> that was it. So it wasn't bad. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I was like, ah, all right, cool. Cool. Did you, did you look at yours? Yeah, mine's like, mine's skewed because my kid, our kid uses it. Ah, that's right. So it's kind of like, yeah, yeah. I probably have like, well, you only let him watch like YouTube kids. Uh, yeah, he just watches it, yeah. YouTube kids and it really is like so that I can get ready. Or, yeah. I mean, everybody knows. Yeah. You do it when you need to. Sure. And uh, no shame. Yeah, but, so uh, I, 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 yeah. I, was, I was good with mine. Where I was, That's good. Yeah. So I, I was pretty proud of it. I was like, all right, great. Awesome. Way to go, Russ. You should be really proud. It's, it's not often that you're proud of yourself. Well, jeez. And that you tell the world what you've done. My bravery deserves to be mm-hmm. seen and heard by all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got a big show. Let's get to the sponsors first, shall we? We shall. Because I heard, I heard you've got a crime corner today. I do. Crime I have to make corner. up for the last one. All right. Where uh, you decided you were going to do crime corner. Sorry, dog. People were not happy about it. Sorry, dog. Uh, first and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. A little BRCC for that ass. <laughs> um, Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast to order coffee, they make it fresh in house, and then they bag it up, and then they ship it to you on the same date of every month. And they also give you a nice heads up in the email of like, "Hey, your order has gone out for delivery," which is and tracking yeah. info and all. I they, love they it. just do it right across the board. Some of the finest coffee on the planet. They get some special Christmas bags. Um, and they get a ton of blends there, man. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. I've also got some new teas out. I'm look. I got a Black Rifle Coffee shirt on today. Obvi. Obvi. I got a Bison Union hat, too. Big fan of Bison Union as well. Our, our best friends own that company as well. Uh, go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the one-time promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off. Use that on the Coffee Club of the Month program. You get special deals and emails and all that shit. And it's like, dude, some, day, some days you wake up and you'll get an email uh, of like 40% off. And it's awesome. These guys are the best at BlackRifleCoffee.com. Promo code REVOLUTION, 20% off. Next up, we've got GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. Same as the sister show. No need for the new sites. However, there is a need for a new mattress in your household. It is a big ticket item. I understand that. But it's Christmas time. Probably you and your wife are looking for, for something together. Might want to go in on a mattress. It is uh, one of the best decisions you will ever make. Huge fan of their mattresses. Right now, they're offering uh, $500 off a bundle package, $300 off a mattress, free pillows. There's also options where you get 200 bucks off a mattress uh, across the board. They've, they've got adjustable bases with USB ports, flashlights. It is a one-stop shop. Once you buy it, you pop it open, and that's it. You're done with it. No assembly required. The mattress and the adjustable base are fucking amazing. Best quality mattress I've ever had in my life. And well, I was wondering, since the deal was so good, can we get one and put it on top? Of each other. Of our other one and have kind of like a, a king and queen's bed where like when sure. people come in, it's like we have to get a ladder up there. How comfortable would that be? Amazing. Amazing. Not a bad oh, idea, James. You've just, had worse. Right? You've had worse. Um, they're also giving away a free 
bundle package for Christmas, mattress, adjustable base, all that stuff. All you have to do, it's free. Just go to Ross Patterson Revolution on iTunes, uh, vote, and rate the podcast to five. Write a review. At the end of the year, they're going to pick the best review, and uh, you're going to get a free bed. You're going to get a free bed. All you have to do, just rate the show. iTunes, you're good to go. If you write about how awesome I am, you're more likely to win. Probably. Probably. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's the rumor. Uh, the other rumor is that Strike Force Energy is on for all of 2019. Love the StrikeForceEnergy.com. Um, boy, I drink this shit all the time. Drinking the tailgate. I'm surprised everybody has it now. Everybody's got this shit. Uh, four amazing flavors: lemon, a ridge, orange, and make America grape again. I did that that orange for France because they're going through some problems right now. They're having some riots there. Such a good idea for the riot for the <laughs> protest, though. Yeah, dress up like police officers, it's great. basically. Jeez. Oh my god! If you see the sea of the protest, it's hilarious. It's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, you. They always just do it better out there, don't they? <laughs> Cheese, wine, protests. Why didn't we fucking think of that shit? Amazing. I mean, everyone's just. Head on a swivel. Go ahead. Well, if you're out there protesting, you need your energy. I would highly recommend you get some strike force. That'll juice you up. That'll juice you up. (laughs) Um, You can pour in anything, any liquid available. We were pouring it in vodka. So we we had stateside vodka was our our sponsor. And then we were drinking fucking strike force with it all day. It really helps, man. If you're day drinking and partying all day, congratulations. Go to strikeforceenergy.com, 10 pack, 40 pack, 750 milliliter bottle. Rest on your bar top or countertop. So you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. Go to strikeforceenergy.com. Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off, and that's good every time. How was that bourbon, that stateside? Oh, that was the, the first time that, that was the first day that the bourbon was available. Smooth or what? Amazing. It was great. We were all passing it around. Uh, there, there's a, a law that I didn't know that a, a bourbon, like to be considered a bourbon and not like a whiskey or something like that, it has to be two, two years aged. So it was two years to the day, and then you're able to pop that. and. Man, Stateside is doing it great, man, up there. I got to hang out with the owner for a long, long time. Awesome guy. He used to live in Manhattan Beach. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah, great product. I just love their whole vibe. I do, too. Very Um, bespoke. Yeah, it's great. Still don't know what that means. No, you don't. Not even close. Sounds right, though, doesn't it? And you'll never look it up. You'll never look it up. No, I did look it up. And it means made to order. So when I say that... Technically, is made to order vodka. Well, the stateside isn't. But yeah. when I say that that <laughs> black rifle is bespoke, <laughs> I was right. Actually, you were right. You were right. Uh, now, now's the one everybody waits for. I don't. I, you don't have. You don't have headphones on today, so I get to hear this in my headphones. Straightrazors.com. Ooh, that's a clean cut. Smooth. Oh, you right. God bless it, James. <laughs> That's too much. Best part of my day <laughs> is slowly chipping away at your eardrums. Gosh, you're, you're going to let freedom ring. Um, <laughs> straightrazors.com has got the best shaving products on the planet for dudes. They got the, the finest straight razors. You can get them engraved for Christmas. I would highly recommend getting their shaving kits as a nice little stocking stuffer. Um, they got beard oils, mustache waxes, which I am using right now on this big guy. This keeps growing thick, doesn't it? 
shampoos, conditioners, you name it across the board. Straightrazors.com's got everything you need to be a real man in this life. But for real, this would be a great uh, stocking stuffer, a gift for dad, uh, your brother, or your uncle for the holidays. Kind of reminds you of like a, an old school tombstone type kit. And their aftershave smolder is my fucking jam. I ordered some, Luke, and I want it. You know, want who, it. You know who would love it? Greg. Yeah. You guys, whoever, everyone has a Greg in their life, right? Right. Whether it's at the office or yeah. your kid's school. Sure. Get it for Greg. Yeah. Because he would really like it. Greg would love it. Greg would love it. You're welcome, Greg. Go to straightrazors.com. Buy it for a Greg. <laughs> Use the promo code REVOLUTION for 20% off, and that's good every time <laughs> as well. Uh, last but not least, pick up a night she cries while he rides his steed. When darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. Uh, for the sequel, for Darkness Falls, it doesn't catch it. Um, because the Audible is absolutely destroying, they want you to buy a hardback with it. So now's your time to get it for 10 bucks, which is great. Uh, best stocking stuffers on the planet. They're both in paperback, or you can get the audiobooks. Man, I, everybody this weekend was stopping me about the audiobooks. Everybody was just like, dude, can you just make like 900 of these? And I'm like, we're trying. We're trying. It is a, trying, it, buddy. It is a tough, tough job writing a book. It's, it's hard. But yes, I'm working on it. Uh, there, there shall be another one. What? Like it's hard? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what Chrissy Teigen told me on fucking Twitter. What? Dead like serious. it's hard? Oh. She was, somebody was like, I had gotten into it about something and Chrissy Teigen got involved. And uh, I, I was, I was talking about writing and they were like, well, she's a best-selling author, number one New York Times best-selling author. And I'm like, motherfucker, she didn't write that book. Um, and then she wrote back and was just like. Oh, it's so cute how you think writing is so hard. And I'm like, oh, dead serious. That boy. was her exact quote. And I was like, boy, boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I was like, bitch. Yeah. Do you want me to out you and tell, tell the world who your ghostwriter is and how much you paid? Because I can do that if you want. Her book is all pictures. It's a cookbook. No, there's, there's, a, there's a whole section at the beginning. Because I, I breezed through it after that. I was like, is this just fucking recipes? There's a whole fucking fuckery before it. She didn't write that shit. Um, which is fine. I don't give a shit. But if you're a celebrity, just come out and say you didn't write the goddamn book. Nobody cares. Just put so your fucking name on it. Them. Like it's just so lame. It's like so Snooky. Snooky is a number one best selling author. Yeah. No, you're not. You're not Snooky. You're not. You're with those fucking nails. You think she could type one thing on a computer? She's a best selling brand face. That's it. Uh, whoever who the ghostwriter is, a best selling author, not you. Um, but yeah, this. Uh, this weekend was huge. There was a lot that went down this weekend. It was. Man, I, starting with Friday night with the Kevin Hart thing. Yeah. What a crock of shit that what was. What a crock of shit. And that was late. It was like, I remember mm-hmm. catching that story around midnight. Yeah. Um, when I got back to the hotel and I was like. Congratulations. Is this real? Because he stepped down. They didn't fire him. Uh, he, no, because. He was over the bullshit. Over the bullshit. Yeah. And by the way, the, the, in case you have missed this story somehow, it is over homophobic um, Twitter jokes, jokes from ten eight years ago. Whatever. From eight years ago. One of them, that the one that they complained with about the most was he was joking about killing his kid if he was gay. Breaking a dollhouse over his head. Right. But it was in, a, it was in his stand-up act. This has been around for a long time. It wasn't like this was a stray tweet out there. Oh, yeah. This, this was a joke in his act forever. You could forever. go back and, and listen to it, watch it. And the way he says it and delivers the lines, he is clearly kidding. It is clearly a joke. And the other, as far as the Twitter remarks to other people about you're gay or whatever, you're queer, whatever, blah, blah, blah. 
It was years ago, and he's apologized for it years and years ago. And his statement was basically like, man, I'm not going to let you make me keep apologizing for this shit year after year after year. Like, fuck off. I'm done with it. Right. And so he stepped down and said, you know, good luck and God bless. Well, first he left a very rational Hey guys, I've grown. I hope that everybody, you know, when they get close to 40 has like grown and changed, you know what I mean? Evolved. And I'm, you know, allow me to do that. If you don't understand that, I don't know what to tell you. It was like a very rational response. And that was like, oh, don't you dare like send a rational response to this. You need to be on your knees. Like, yeah, so sorry. And so finally he was just like, I'm real." his, somebody called him publicist, all these people, whatever. Yeah. Somebody called and was just like, listen, you have to really apologize and then you can do it or not. I don't care. But like, you have to actually send like a real apology. You don't have to, but this is what's going to happen. And, um, it, it just doesn't feel like, like, Actual gay people that you know, like, I don't think they, it's very, it's just they don't trolls. Care. Like, they don't care. Do you know what I mean? Yes. It's this small group of trolls that somehow have this power this thought that police. are speaking for the people that should be offended. Like, the LGBTQ do, do uh, community. I'm not even getting into the like, 90 letters you're using. The community, yeah. if they all spoke up. You know what I mean? It'd be a a landslide of like, listen, it was a different time. We've all evolved. Let's let people evolve or else we'll just go. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not them. Yeah. And here's the other part that I really want to bring up is living in L.A. all these years. Got a ton of gay friends. Um, my Most of my agents, uh, managers, all that shit over the years were gay. They're awesome. And they don't give a fuck. Like they're the most non-PC people on the planet. Absolutely. And they, and they use the word they use the word fag more than anyone I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And it's they just don't give a shit. They don't care. Um, they tell some of the, the filthiest jokes on the planet. They're all rad. They throw the best fucking parties. Do you think they give a baker's fuck about what Kevin Hart said fucking ten years Eight ago? Years they don't ago? they don't give a shit. No one gives a shit. Except for, you're right, whatever bullshit mob or this, uh, uh, I'm going to get angry Trolls. for a group that I'm not even a part of because I believe in mm-hmm. equality or whatever. And it's like, no, nobody cares. Everybody's fucking over it. Nobody gives a shit. Um, you know, it's like if somebody got on my Twitter and called me a fucking honky or whatever. I, I don't care. I don't fucking care. Say whatever you want. And, and to Kevin Hart's defense, I, I remember that stand-up routine that he, was, that he did that joke in. Mm-hmm. It's fucking hilarious. It was hilarious and it was lighthearted. There was nothing malicious about it. It, it wasn't saying it in a, in a serious manner. So get fucked. He's a comedian. Uh, I, I'm tired of hearing it. And then immediately afterwards, Nick Cannon, who I hate, uh, obviously. Um, I've hated Nick Cannon for years. And if you um, don't hate Nick Cannon, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> with that Nick, fucking turban bullshit. He's insane. But, but, go Nick, ahead. but Nick Cannon... Uh, brought up other comedians in the in the past who have said it. Chelsea Handler, yes, um, Amy Schumer, mm-hmm. and Sarah Silverman, and dug up their tweets about you know fags, and I'm gonna kill fa- you know get ready to get fuck you fags and all this other shit. And it's like, why does why does Kevin Hart treated differently? Why is he treated differently than the rest of them? And like Sarah Silverman was the only one that issued an apology over the weekend of. 
I was a different person back then. And blah, 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 blah. And it's just oh, like. Oh, nice. That's the exact thing that he said. Same thing that Kevin Hart said. And is she, you know, she was like, I get older and I hope jokes change and blah, 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 blah. But it's not the, it's not real people. It's a small group. So like even this baby, it's cold outside bullshit. What? I've heard about this. Is it weird to like say it seriously? No, it is to me. And we'll talk about that after this. So they went out like NBC, let's say like today show, they did like a whole piece on it, you know, but on baby it's cold outside or or Kevin Hart? No, baby it's cold outside. Okay. Kevin Hart, it just ended up being like a blip because he stepped down. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think that was the best thing that he could do. And it's just sort of like trolls win. Thanks a lot, guys. The fucking Oscars are going to be bullshit. But anyway. Yeah. Um, so the baby, baby, it's cold outside. The song is now like the, the me too brand. Cause it's a brand now. It's not a movement. <laughs> it's the meat hashtag me too, um, is now banning baby. It's cold outside the Christmas song ah. on lots of radio stations because it's basically depicting sexual harassment. <laughs> now they went to the streets. So you're kind of like, but I don't think that. Nobody I know thinks that. So who are the people that think it? So they went out to the streets and every single person was like, I mean, it was a different time. Like, I'm not really offended by it. And it was like ladies, like of all ages, guys, talk to everybody. They couldn't find one person that was like, yeah, you know what? Ban it. Yeah. (laughs) It bothers me. Do you know what I mean? Saturday Night Live has spoofed it every year. They've from like the Christopher Walken character yeah. to like recently with Tina Fey. They spoofed the song because it's just like, remember, it was 1941 or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like people, people are, um, and she sings it with him. Baby, it's cold outside. Yeah. The, the whole it's thing. really rapey. Yeah. But it used to be a rapey time. The, the, the whole thing is, is crazy. And if you're offended by that song, you can uh, just not listen to the show. Probably delete me <laughs> from all social media accounts. And uh, just, get, just get fucked. Because I, 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 I don't want to hear that either. Um, but I can't, you can't find one person, real person. No. Not troll or robot online that actually is offended by it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then it, it, actually doesn't understand that it was a different time. So this was Friday night. And then you go to Saturday night with a Heisman Trophy winner. Oh, yeah. Heisman Trophy winner who I called. It was Kyler Murray. I don't think he deserved to win. Uh, however, he was. He's like the he, he Bo was, Jackson he was, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. He, he was. Uh, he's very well spoken. He gave one of the best speeches ever. He seems like a gracious unbelievable kid who anybody would be lucky if that was your child Absolutely. and he was amazing his speech was amazing i like good on him and congratulations he got to enjoy that moment of winning the heisman working his ass off sitting behind baker mayfield staying at a university signing with the oakland a's before the season starts for five million dollars risking injury the entire year and then he gets to enjoy winning the heisman for one full hour before they dig up some tweets he had said the word queer on Twitter when he was 14 years old. We all did. And he had to issue an apology oh that my night. God. I'm I fucking have to be done. Same. Same. The the whole thing is like do, are we even going to be able to have a show? No. Because I, I can't talk about that so, shit anymore. So I, I can't. Somebody some friends of mine brought it up last night. Um I'm on a huge group thread with everybody from 
Ohio State, you know, all my best friends that I went to school with. And they were like, hey, man, after that Heisman thing, they were like, have you ever used the word gay or fag or anything and, and, and anything like that in any of your shows? And I was like, well, you know, drinking bros, my, my buddies use it all the time, but it's, it's like a loving thing in the middle military because a lot of things you do is homoerotic in the military. Guys, and like you guys curbed it, though. Do you know what I mean? Like you did in the beginning. And like, I think that you you as normal people start to see things change and then you don't. I don't know when the last time you said me, you guys yeah, 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 on yeah, that yeah. show, like. I don't uh, think my, I've heard it. No, my, my friends have used it a thousand times, but not uh, on I, the I, air, not on the yeah, drinking yeah, bros. On, on the air. Recently? Yeah. Um, but but here's the thing. It, it has a different meaning in for 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 yeah, yeah, guys yeah. in the military. Yeah. Like they I, again, th- th- when you when Matt's book comes out, um, which will be in May or July, it will help explain things better where you're like it's in a loving way of like, "Hey man, uh that's that that's the way they talk to each other. It's all dudes. You're all yeah, stuck yeah, yeah. together, and like you know, they don't give a shit. Um, and Matt's happy. To, he's he's very open about it when he when he talks about it. Here's why I use the term, and and uh, yeah, uh, whatever. But yes, I, it, it has been said on Drinking Bros. People could come down on that for sh- for sure later on in the future. But you have to like me. I'm in the Kevin Hart department of like I don't care. It's never been used maliciously. Um, you're not talking about killing people or any setting any culture back or any of that shit. So he's talking about his own kid, by the way. Yeah. And how, and I think that everyone can relate to this. Like you don't wish for them to be gay. I'm really sorry, but you just don't. And if, if they are fine, but you, you, you know, in the beginning you do everything you can to be like, I don't want that life for you. And that's basically what his whole thing was everything was about his kids in in reference to he's not talking about other people like you know they should fucking die and like hate hate gay people and all that shit he's right. saying for his children it would be a harder life and what and you're making and what, a joke what you're saying is as a parent when you say you don't wish your child to be gay you don't wish for them because it's, to have because that life is exactly life. because it's That's exactly and, and, and it's very confusing and there's a lot of feelings it's getting, and yeah, but it's all of that stuff easier. and then bullying and everything else. Totally. And yeah. Yes. It's getting easier. It's getting and, all easier. That shit. and if you're, you know, it's, it's, we're in a time where it's kind of like not the end of the world and you realize that there's not much you can do about it. You know, you don't turn your kids gay. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it is what it is. Yeah. And, um, it is getting easier, but Eight years ago, fuck, people were like, please, just like, I just wish for them not to be, right? Right. And that's all he was saying. He wasn't saying he hates the community or hates other people or like doesn't have gay friends or anything. Yeah. But uh, look, this is going to keep happening over and over and over again. The crazy part about it is, is they almost wait this mob mentality, this, this fucking troll, mm-hmm. trolldom. This little kingdom of yeah. trolls. Yeah, yeah. They're like, waits until like, hey, what's the biggest moment in your career? Okay, an hour later, I'm going to deep dive I'm not into bring it out before. everything you've ever said on Twitter and find it and blah, blah, blah. And that's the thing about social media is, you know, you have Facebook, fucking WhatsApp, you know, Twitter, all, every, all these things. You could go through it. You could look through comments people said or left on somebody else's page or whatever. Like, good Remember luck. Remember The Bachelor? Everybody. Oh, yeah. Got roasted yeah. for liking 
Like literally pressing just like just pressing like on a Trump post <laughs> on a Donald Trump post and he had to apologize he's to his learning soon to be ex-fiance I'm sure yeah yeah you he's can't learning. live your life like that no no you can't live your life like that but that was back-to-back nights of that shit where I was just like man for the Oscars they were lucky to have Kevin Hart host that is Would a job awesome look everybody was talking about this in Hollywood behind the scenes it's a job that no one wanted no one wanted except for Kevin Hart. It was a dream of his since he was a kid. He always wanted to do it. When they asked him to do it, it was the perfect fit. And look, the Oscars ratings have gone down into the toilets year after year after year. This is one guy who could have pulled you out of that. Yep. And now, eh, fuck you. Who's it going to be, The Rock? I don't know. And that's a great question. There was a lot of people, you know, throwing out who they think might do is it. it a white person? That's the thing. That'll be interesting. Yeah, because now they're going to go, oh, you're going to get a white person? Uh, maybe Tiffany Haddish should do it. Who's the joy? Who's the lady that had the, the racist tweets that's still allowed to work? Uh, jo- oh, Joy Reid, yes. Mm. Yeah, for, uh, I mean, she had super homophobic. Yeah, but some Hers were like, dude, you shouldn't be alive. Homosexual, like God hates homosexuals. <laughs> yeah, like that yeah, type yeah. of shit where you're just like, Jesus Christ, lady. But somebody hacked her. She's still. And put those tweets <laughs> yeah, in, right? Yeah. yeah. Years late, they went back, which is possible. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no. dying. No. I'm dying, baby. It's cold outside. Oh, baby, it's cold outside. Baby, it's cold outside. And Joy still has a job because if oh, you're yes. if you're liberal, you can you can say all that shit and still have a job. Like, well, there's also the ranking. So, black woman, yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. above black man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So she, you're gonna get a pass. Yeah, you're gonna get a pass. Black liberal woman, you're gonna oh. get a pass. Hard you can do whatever that. you want. Even though they, they did a full investigation and found out she was never hacked and had written all that weird no, 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 shit that's on her own. No, to do. But yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Had Had written that shit on her own. Still has a job every day. Sure. Um, I will say this, though. I, I, she's kind of just disappeared. She used to trend all the time when her show was on and all that other stuff. Like, she's kind of just disappeared now where it's just like, eh, good. See yeah. you later. We're, we're all done with that. It all comes out in the wash. Yeah. Uh, do you want to give a shout out to your boy, Momoa? <laughs> My boy. Your boy. He is too much. Him and Yellow Ladies Wolf. love him. Ladies love yeah, Momoa. But it's, oh, it's too much. The, the turquoise necklace. <laughs> he, Although I love looking at him. It'd be really hard to hang out with him. But Sure. He hosted Saturday Night Live. Yes. How did that on go? On Saturday. It was, it, he, he was good. He's funny. I was surprised. He's cute. I was surprised. I guess his his whole dream was to be on SNL. And so he was amped about doing it and all that shit. Again, they led with a political sketch where you're just like, man. I, and I, I went since it, I hadn't been able to watch Silent Live live in a while. Yeah. So I, I went on Twitter at the same time to see what people were saying about it. So they got uh, Robert De Niro to come in to play mm-hmm. Mueller. And De Niro, by the way. I mean, I've talked about this on one show. Not sure if it was here on the, here or on the other one. So I'll, I'll tell you his whole deal. He's old. Doesn't mm-hmm. memorize lines. Yeah. Doesn't do that anymore. He's been using cue cards for years and all that yeah. other shit, right? Um, he's crossed over. Yeah, and he's just kind of a dick. Anyways, when he goes on SNL now, like he doesn't rehearse either. So um, he's trying to read off these cue cards. You know, obviously every time and he's about like two seconds behind. So like none of it landed and every, it was just a weird sketch where you're just like, <laughs> um, so I went on Twitter to see like, Hey, uh, what, what, what the feedback was, 
was for this yeah. sketch. If everybody mm-hmm. was, was just fucking over it like I was. And they were. Somebody brought up a really good point, though. They were like, dude, why, if you're going to do all these crazy polit- political figures, why has nobody done Ocasio-Cortez? Like, that chick is crazy. That who, would be the best character who ever. player that one girl? Yeah, the, the, yeah. that's uh, Villarreal girl or Vanessa Villarreal. I mean, they have the perfect girl to play her. Oh, yeah. She looks like her. She's Latina. I mean, she could do the whole off the charts. Just like crazy eyes. <sighs> they haven't spoofed her once. That is the like one of, of the most spoofable characters there is. Yeah, but besides Trump and and everybody else, like that Ocasio Cortez chick, and she knows nothing about anything in this world either. Like she's one of the dumbest human beings on the planet. Yeah, that would be a great character to spoof. Not Perfect. not they're not going to touch it. Not going to touch it's it. Too easy, but they wouldn't touch it because she's Trump is living- too easy. Right. Both both are both are easy targets. Right, right, right. That's a layup comedically. Um, I wouldn't recommend doing it every goddamn week. But just seeing it, like, boy, they could they could really have fun with that. Not even close, bud. Not even close. They're not going to touch that. And I, I was like, eh, really? All right. Fuck off. Because um, that's an easy one. Yeah. That's an easy one. But Momoa shines. He was good. He I was funny. That. He did this uh, elf sketch that was really, really funny. Um, about this 13-year-old boy who he did not want to deliver gifts to. And... Uh, <laughs> Oh, I love it. it. He was he was good. He didn't have the best material to work with. And like it was one of those shows where, uh, you know, I've watched Saturday Night Live my entire life. You can tell when the writers don't want to write for that person. Like they don't want to put them in too many sketches. So I, I think, yeah, I, I think he they could have gave him more because he yeah. was pretty decent. And um, they realized too late that he was good. And and, uh, and he was great. Uh, Mumford and Sons was the musical guest. I mean, with their new album, that combo. Yeah, right. Uh, panty droppers, the panty dropping episode. Oof. And I got to I get to hear the new uh, the two new Mumford and Sons songs. What you reckon? They were fucking phenomenal. That second Mumford and Sons song they played last night was going to be like a huge smash hit, like mega. Got it. And they they just do it. Oof. I think this will, this will be their third album. The first two were, were as good as it gets, uh, oh. perfection-wise. Um, man. And uh, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Also, the, the Grammy nominations came out over the weekend. I mean, it was banger after whoa, banger after whoa, banger. Whoa, banger. whoa, 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 yeah. what? Um, people were shocked. Well, I guess the media was shocked. I was not. When I was just like. Of what? Um, who was nominated and why? Okay. They expected they were like Jay Z and Beyonce's album was snubbed. You know, they only got one. To me, wasn't good. They had one song that I liked. I liked the video where they were at the Louvre, and I enjoyed that song. The rest of the album was just fucking boring to me. Yeah, I I didn't think. I I didn't think they they fucked up in that way. Um, Mac Miller got nominated for his album, which sucks because he's you know dead. But it is a great album. Um, that, that was one of my faves. Uh, some of the weirder ones were uh, Black Panther. The soundtrack for Black Panther got nominated for Album of the Year, which is strange. Was it? I don't know. You saw it. Was it good? I don't know. Yes. The soundtrack oh, okay. w- w- was good. Not for, it wasn't good enough for Album of the Year, oh, okay. though. I mean, that's, uh, there's only been two other uh, 
movies that have, have been nominated for album of the year. One was Oh Brother Where Art Thou, which deserved it to me. I mean, that Absolutely. was fucking banger mm-hmm. after banger on there. Um, I don't know about banger, but it was really good. Hit after hit, you know? <laughs> I was just like, shit. I'm um, a man. I mean, amazing. Banger. Uh, a banger, dude. <laughs> Drop it. Drop it. Drop it in the club. <laughs> but that was great. Um, I, I don't... It was good. It not not yeah, worthy yeah, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. of um I don't think the movie's the worthy year. of best picture either, but hey, album you do what you got to do. Of uh, uh the year. Um but uh dude, my boy, po- Posty, Posty was in there. Post Malone. Of course. Um, of course. Look. Uh cuz I I think mo- for the most part a lot uh, like usually cuz usually the Grammys is way the fuck out in left field. Um but I think for the most part, the, this this Grammys, they're getting closer to getting it right. Okay. I thought Post Malone deserved it. Um, Swifty's not in it. I, I didn't think she deserved it. She didn't. But I mean, is this the first year since she... It is. She's got like one nomination, I think. But um, uh, I, I look, I, love, I like Taylor Swift. Her, she drops hit after hit after hit. I have no problem with Taylor Swift, um, you know, besides her fake personality. But sure. as, a, as far as a, a musician... She works her ass off and she drops hits and, and it is hard to do. I just didn't think that album was kind of a miss. Yeah. You know, start getting into politics and all that other bullshit. And like, I think that took away from that and everything else. And uh, yeah, I, I thought it got what it deserved, to be honest with you. Um, the one I had a problem with was, was uh, the new artist or best new artist was uh, Greta, Greta Van Fleet was in there, that band that, that sounds identical to... Led Zeppelin. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. Mm. That, that was a little much to me. Um, uh, but yeah, for, for the rest of it, at the, the spoken word one um, didn't get nominated. Super pissed off about that. The spoken word what? They, they do best audiobook. The Grammys do best oh, audiobook. okay, okay. Yeah. We didn't get it, you were We saying. didn't get it for oh, When Darkness Falls well, doesn't catch they it. They clearly don't go by... Tiffany Haddish did. She's uh, nominated and it was just like, hey, do you want to go ahead and take a peek? See, is it uh, the Audible charts and see who's the highest rated Audible book on the, on care, the planet? Obviously. It's me. It's, it's fucking me. me. It's fucking me. So, no, I, I was not nominated and I was, I was angry about this. Angry about that. Dang. But look, you had your usual people of uh, Kendrick Lamar. Uh, Drake was on there. Um, uh, look. Cardi B was on there a lot. Um, she found out about it after she was going to court, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Found out and on the way out like of going to court. Stuck her tongue out in yeah, response. Yeah. Love her. Uh, and Class then pu- all the way. And then Pusha T was on there, which I thought was which, which much deserved. So, um, you know, we've talked about this throughout the year because I'm a gigantic music fan, obviously. But uh, to me, I, you got to go. Probably got to go push the T. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Post Malone's Beer Bongs and Bentley was my favorite album of the year as far as like party hits and all that other shit. Like if, if you gunned ahead, I'd probably go Posty because there was like 18 tracks on that, whereas Pusha T only had seven. Mm-hmm. So he just put out a better, full, longer album. But that's that's about it. But all of them got nominated. So, um, you know, Childish Gambino, This Is America. 
thought that deserved it. Uh, God's God's plan. God's yeah. plan. Uh, obviously, Rockstar with uh, Posty and Twenty One Savage. So I, m- most of these I'm fine with. Um, I didn't have any real, you know, there wasn't usually there's like a, like somebody weird that slips in there like Herbie Hancock right. does the greatest jazz yeah, yeah. hits. And you're like, yeah, from Quincy's 85. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you're like, wait, what? Why did that have 19 <laughs> nominations yeah. and is in every category? Yeah. For the most part, that wasn't in there. Uh, the, the, the chick category was big, though. Camille Caballo. Mm-hmm. Caballero, oh, uh, she's snoozy. in there. Yeah, but she's good. Um, oh, we know. I'm just saying she's a snake. <laughs> uh, Kelly Clarkson, uh, Ariana Grande. Uh, you know that that Shawn Mendes kid, Pink. Like, I get it. Those were all massive hits this year. Um, I'm, what I, was Pink's? I have no problem. Sing with that. me a bar. Um, fuck. You know what? What? It was a big song. It's a big song this year. She always has one. She just comes out for massive. One y- yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish you had Google to look it up what the name of that song was. I don't. But I'm going to have to look into getting it on this computer. How do you get Google? Do you pay for it or? <laughs> do they take it out of your account every month? Um, Kanye was only nominated for one, but it wasn't producer of the year, which I thought was, was fair. Like that guy... Not only should he win, by the way, for multiple reasons, but he, what, produced how many albums that came out this year? Seven? Yeah. Eight? And there were, most of them were great. Like, I don't know how you beat that guy. Jesus Christ. And if you're in this category and this happens to you, I think this year you should just go over and hand it to him and say, hey, man, I don't care how crazy you went in a cabin up in Wyoming. We're going to give this to you because you put out... 53 albums this year and most of them were fucking great like that just give him that already did you find that song no no not even close is it what about us yeah that's it so it's, it's from 2017 uh yes song? i would believe because there's a cutoff date um because if oh, it comes okay. out after the certain the certain uh time are you gonna make me cross references Wild if so, hearts. If if so, we're gonna <laughs> fire me. God, it's just this fire is me. just. Am I fired? <laughs> Am I? What is I it? I just. It's all you have to do is just Google Pink 2018, and that's it. Oh um, oh, Pink 2018. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see if you're right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what is? Whatever you want. You just can't put it together. Beautiful trauma? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? What's the song? <laughs> Do you know? I'm going to look. It's now, hard to find, you're, right? You're forcing me to look, and I'm, I'm going to now. So This is a fun segment. For Casey the- Musgraves is on there. Yeah, we know that. Um, she got nominated for a bunch of stuff, by the way. Um, she's fantastic. Uh, yeah, for, again, for the most part, they got it right this year. Yeah. This is a fun segment well, in the show. I wish, God where damn it, we I wish both we had a. Look at know. the internet because neither one of us is good at it. Well, Did I, you find I, it? I have to talk. And so I, do I. Wish, I don't no, have to talk? You don't. Because I can oh, keep okay. going. So why don't you look up Pink's hit, hit song for me um, <laughs> while we're doing this? 
Uh, Cardi B's though, man, if she wins a fucking Grammy, I, I will be blown away. We talked about her on the last show, the stripper getting off the pole, trying to make good out of her life and all that shit. It's wild hearts can't be broken, but I don't know that song. Um, I don't know any bars of it. Really? No. Play, play it at the end of the show then. No, I'm playing baby. It's cold outside. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'll play the, you guys find the pink song. Wild hearts can't be broken. You listen to it. Love it. <laughs> Baby, it's cold outside because you won't hear it anywhere else but here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I want to finish my thought. If, if, if Cardi B wins a Grammy, will she be the first stripper ever to win a Grammy? And will that be the Possibly. thing now? Will that be the thing now? I was at a, a, a bodega, if you will, in Philadelphia this weekend. Mm-hmm. And there was two girls who were talking about what their lives were going to be. And they were like 16 years old. Okay. 15 and 16, they looked about it, uh, appeared to be Puerto Rican, somewhere in there. Okay. Somewhere in that neighborhood. And they were like, Bish, I'm going to be the next Cardi B. And I was like, oh man, this is what's happening now in like role today's model. culture. Yeah. That's dead serious. role model. T- dead serious. And they were s- completely serious about it. Out. And they told the cashier, they were like, you're lucky I'm here. I'm going to be the next Cardi B. And then when they walked out, at least at the cashier, and I was like, they know Cardi B was a stripper, was a stripper. right? Is that, or were they strippers? And well, I was like, they're too young to be strippers, right? Like that's. You're never too young to be a stripper. <laughs> you can always find a job somewhere. Believe me. But, and the cashier was just like, yo, he, he literally looks at me and he goes, yo, I deal with this all day, bro. And I was like, I can imagine. I can imagine there's nothing like kids getting off the, the bus or whatever it is and just going to, you know, convenience store, grabbing some candy, you know, like every and other kid does. The cash- and then telling the cashier that they're going to be the next Cardi B. Again, Taylor Swift out, Cardi B in. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy times. Eesh. Um, Eesh. We, get a, we get a crime corner, Jabes. Crime gonna. It's going to bring us back to earth. Yes. Um, store owner tells robbers to come back later, and they did. Uh, okay. Okay, so. Where is this As at? you know, it's in uh, England, actually. Oh, okay. Interesting enough. But um, as you know, I like to, the, the, picturing the scene makes me laugh, like sure. from beginning to end more than necessarily the headline. But yeah. basically, um. So these guys are either either the world's dumbest, mm-hmm. greediest, ah. or like most optimistic. We're not really sure. But um, so for 15 minutes on Saturday for a Belgian e-cigarette shop owner, identified simply as Dieter, Dieter. Yeah. Because he's Belgian, right? Yeah. Dieter. Dieter. I'm Dieter. It's Dieter. It's Dieter. Okay. When a half dozen wannabe armed robbers showed up mid-afternoon at his store um, in England, uh, (laughs) um, he told them very clearly 3 p.m. is not the best time to hold up a store because there's not going to be a lot of money. So if you guys um, just want to come back later, that would be great. Let me like finish out my day. So they did. Uh They left. And he um, he continued on, told the cops. The cops were like, they're not coming back. Like, thanks a lot. But he's like, I, I think they're going to. Um, so they they showed back up at 530 and Dieter shook his head and said, he said, it's too early. OK, 
Okay. And he berated them saying, you need to buy a watch. And so they like hung their heads and like left again. And then, so they came back again an hour later when the store was closing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was um, uh, plain closed cops there ah, to arrest them. Weird. But my gosh. Just like they're walking up, right? Ski masks, everything. Again, again what country was this? Belgium, you said? Something like that. Okay. Not the U.S. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, somewhere that's not the U.S. Yeah. Um, but the BBC reported it, so it's whatever. Yeah. But um, I, I, the I, idea I like, appreciate, uh, you know, somebody who follows the rules. Right. But just the thing of like going up and the <laughs> store owner, like the second time when they came up, the store owner just being like, nope, not yet. Like that's not real. Yet. Yeah. There's not enough boss, money in the drawer. Dude. Yeah. 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 Like, hey, guys, like teaching them, like, hey, guys, 3 p.m. is not the best time. Look, even during rob a robbery, a there's, there's still a teachable moment in mm-hmm. there. So let yeah. that be a lesson to you. Crime corner. Crime corner. Coming back three times. I'm impressed. Uh, where's this pink song here? Yeah, you hear that singing out? So I could just picture her. It's just her in a black and white video, by the way. Oh, she's not doing the thing where she does the like no. aerial shit again for the fourth year in a row. Yeah. We get it. You can do aerial shit. I will say this. Pink is great. Oh, she is great. She's super talented. Like I, she's got a great voice and like she's probably one of the most underrated artists. Because, you know, I like when you think about great female artists. Pink doesn't come to mind until it's like you hear the song. And right. then you're like, holy shit, I forgot about you. I know. It's crazy, right? But she kind of wants that. She's like, she's losing all femininity, though. Yeah, she's yeah, She's yeah. a really, yeah. really aggressive person. And if you look at this video here, this Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. Yeah. It's her no bra, tank top, white tank top, jeans. All right. Just saying fuck it. That's, we're, we're all done here. Okay, um, yeah. that's what I mean. Interviews, stuff like that. She's very, it's a very aggressive, manly figure. Yeah. With like a tuft of pink. She's, she's married to, to uh, who's it, Carrie Hart? Corey Hart? Corey Hart. Carrie yeah. Hart. Eh. Carrie Hart, sorry. Is it Carrie? Yeah. Yeah, but he's married to her. Ah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not the other way around. But she, he's, a, her, he's a little biker dude out doing shit. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of one of the boys. Just roughing it up. What, her? Yeah. 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 She is a scary, <laughs> scary man. Pink. Um, but definitely, yeah, the like, she's one of those where it's just like the bow. Like, yep. I'm a lady. Yeah, you got to put a bow in. For or the, you got to put a the... little tuft of pink in that high and tight. Sure. Haircut that you've always had. Yeah. And great makeup. But everything else is just. I'm a little. Yep. Yep. What yep. time are we riding out to Sturgis? Yep. It's very like, <laughs> I don't know. Eh, it's, uh, She's an aggressive gal. She's an aggressive gal. <laughs> we don't know if Carrie Hart's into it. He has no fucking choice. No, he doesn't. She will squeeze him to death with her thighs if he tries to leave. Yeah. Um, and then she'll climb to the top of a building with one scarf. Yes, with one scarf with and one another CBS receipt. And another gentleman. <laughs> and uh do some kind of high flying aerial thing. Yeah. 
And we'll all be fucking super impressed. We'll all be dazzled. Look, James. What? Like it's hard. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you to Cirque du Soleil. I think for your birthday this year. So thanks. We'll get Cirque together. Thanks. Let's get humanity. Yeah. uh, (laughs) Nothing I love than two guys just grunting (laughs) it out on top of each other. And now it's time for the revolutionary figure of the day, shall we? We shall. Revolutionary figure of the day goes out to Frank Loser. Oh. Yeah, you know who that is? Loser. A weird name. <laughs> eh, probably. Probably got called Loser his whole life. <laughs> it's L-O-E-S-S-E-R. 1944, he wrote a little song called Baby It's Cold Outside. Ooh. He wrote that song for his wife and himself to perform at parties. He ended up selling the song to MGN, and then uh, they used the song in the 1949 film, your favorite, Neptune's Daughter. Yep. Everybody knows and loves it. All I think of, look, it's been covered by a million people. Ray Charles, Buble. Mm. Buble has covered it. Tom Jones, Dolly Parton. I think of, I think of Tony Bennett. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think of these. These are the ones that they list. Um, but I think of I think of old Tony Bennett. Because with Tony Bennett, when he sang it, it was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely going to fuck that girl. Oh, for sure. And she's going to be into it. Yeah. You know, they're probably going to have a, a nice, something hard, some, some form of brown liquor. Like, he's not drinking any of that pussy shit, you know? No, it's probably a spiced rum. And it's definitely just, yeah. you know, maybe or no means maybe. Do you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. S- no, sometimes means maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the time, you know? <laughs> if it was cold and it was the roads were snowy, there was no Uber. There was no lift. You weren't going anywhere. What he Baby, did- it's cold outside. If you want to stay here, you're gonna to have to take off all of your clothes and drink this spiced rum with me. And no, I'm not sleeping on the couch. You're sleeping in the bed with me, forcibly so. <laughs> Or I'll say I'm sleeping on the couch and I'll end up in your bed. Do you know what I mean? Just like good fun. Yeah. Good, clean, fun. Good, clean. And that was 1944. Look. You know, we were, we were in the, uh, the second world war. Like that's it. You know, don't erase my history. Exactly. Don't delete me. Don't delete me. I'm, I'm erasing you guys. It's like back to the future. That picture. Yeah. What was the, uh, what was the thing? What thing? Ah, fuck. That, that movie that just came out, Erase Boy or... Oh, Unerased or yeah, a, Erased. Yeah. What's, what's that about? Well, it's about gay conversion therapy. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. The, the, the whole oh, yeah. Erase Me, Delete Me, <laughs> yeah, fucking yeah. Your Canceled Movement, all that shit. Right, like, right. Don't cancel me. Yeah. You're getting rid of all, getting rid of my whole childhood. Childhood, yeah. Yeah. You're taking on the Toys R Us and you're putting a fucking Halloween spirit in the carcass. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're taking away the the, the Ford Bronco. Give me a Fiesta. You know? Fuck you. Bronco's coming back, by the way, 2020. Just found out. So super stoked about that. With that, James, baby, it's cold outside. (laughs) Let's give it a spin, shall we? (laughs) Let's play it for the people. Baby, it's cold outside. For Jesse Wiseman, a.k.a. The Jables, I am Ross Patterson. This is The Revolution. Good night, everyone. Good night. But baby, it's cold outside. 
But baby, it's cold outside Been hoping that you drop in I'll hold your hands, they're just like ice Beautiful, what's your Listen to the fireplace roar Beautiful, please don't hurry Put some records on while I pour Baby, it's bad out there No cabs to be had out there Your eyes are like starlight now I'll take your hat, your hair looks swell Mind if I move in closer What's the sense of hurting my pride? Oh, baby, don't hold out Baby, it's cold outside Baby, it's cold outside How lucky that you dropped in Look out the window at the storm Gosh, your lips look delicious Waves upon the tropical shore Gosh, your lips are delicious Never such a pleasure before But baby, you'd freeze out there It's up to your knees out there I thrill when you touch my hands How can you do this thing to me? Think of my lifelong sorrow If you got pneumonia and I Get over that old doubt Baby, it's cold Baby, it's cold outside 